Super Talk Mississippi media production. Moondog Makers and Bakers Catering Services. Taking ordinary to extraordinary. Personal and home private nights to massive events. From wood-fired pizzas to full gras. Get your three-pack spice blend of Moondust, Mooncrust, and Moonrocks. Hashtag what is Moondog? Familiar food done differently. It's a great time to live in Mississippi, and we're talking about it. Welcome to the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome to the Ricky Matthews Show from the Citizens Bank Studio. I appreciate you being here as we continue to celebrate so many incredible people who are working so hard to make Mississippi such a great place to live, work, and play. If I look back over my time in this show, um, I've, I've really enjoyed having the opportunity to talk to people who are making a difference in the community. So many people. In fact, you know, now over a thousand conversations since I started this show. And I did it, as most of you know, regular regular listeners know this, I did it. I've been retired for over four years, had an opportunity to do this show. Gave him about a six-month six time frame so I could see if I was going to settle in or not. After about three or four months, I decided I like this. I like connecting with the community. That's the thing I miss most about being a publisher. But if I think about the things that I've really felt, a strong sense of connection to. It's uh, the leaders in this community that are really working beyond their jobs to make the, the community better in so many different ways. Um, it's when I get on an issue. I'll, I'll give you an example. Uh, the conversation that I had with with um, suicide attempt survivor, it's hard for me to say suicide attempt and survivor in the same phrase, but but that's what she is, Emma Benoit, who has inspired me and so many others around her. Uh, the conversation I had with her and Paige Roberts was incredibly important because we've had too many teen suicide deaths across the state of Mississippi. The statistics are alarming, to be quite honest with you. And a string of them in Jackson County caught our attention in a big way. And of course, Paige, who is the executive director for the Jackson County Chamber, has been on a mission to address issues around mental health and especially as it relates to doing everything in our power to try to uh, restore hope in people who may have uh, may see suicide as a way out. And the conversation with Emma uh, sort of alluded to that in a very big way in such a compelling and inspiring way. And my ongoing conversations with Paige Roberts have been about that as well. Uh, I've also enjoyed connecting with Singer of the Health Systems. I've had so many important conversations with them along the way. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I like the leadership there. Um, Shannon Wall, who used to work with me at the Sun-Herald. In fact, she was the publisher at the Sun-Herald not long after I left there. I think there was actually one publisher between us and Shannon, and I had the pleasure of being part of, of, of hiring her at the Sun-Herald. She now has a leadership role at Singer River, River Health Systems, and we enjoy staying in touch, and she's uh, she does a great job at what she's doing. Singer River has a really important event coming up on February the 23rd, and we're going to talk more about that uh, coming up. But I have two very special guests today. Um, the, the first one is someone who is a family friend. I watched her grow up. I've had shows about her. She's an inspiring leader in this community, but it's Angel Myers McElrath. Is that, is that, do I say that right? You got it. Yeah, you okay. know me as Patano. <laughs> uh, yeah, say it again. I said, you know me as Patano. Yeah, I know you as Patano for sure. Yeah. But you're the Ninth Circuit Court District Attorney, someone that I 
love and respect, and you're the MC of the event, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that. And then I also have Dr. MJ, and he, he can uh, pronounce his name, but he's a pediatrician. He's also a speaker at the event, and I'm thrilled to have both of you guys join me today. Welcome to the, to the Ricky Matthews Show. So, Dr. MJ, tell me about yourself. What, what do you do as a pediatrician at Singer River Health Systems? And uh, tell me more about yourself. Awesome. Well, good morning, everyone. And uh, thank you for having me here. It's an honor to be on your show. And uh, I love and appreciate the trust in this. And uh, good morning to your guest, uh, Angel. I uh, got to meet her uh, a few weeks ago. And, uh, yeah, she is... Uh, uh, very inspiring person and uh, i'm loving to get to know the community and all um a little bit about me i uh, i'm a pediatrician i don't want to tell you how how many years i've been practicing because uh, i shave my head so i look young but uh been a while and uh, through that journey i've been practicing multiple places but i joined singing river hospital last uh, march and uh just that journey has been uh, very, very interesting because of uh, the, the community. And uh, from what I'm hearing, like when you talk and all, it's just you mentioned that word a lot. And it just resonates with me. And it does resonate with the, most of your guests and especially the people that's going to be on the panel or for that event is the word community. And each one of us is just we have that motivation to give to that community or do something to even make it a little bit better. And of course, uh, is definitely part of that. And uh, what you do in your show to like shed the lights on the important issues of the community and also support the leaders or whoever is working on that is just phenomenal. And I got to know the people who's serving and I got to love this. And I am so excited about that event. My interest, I see everything from, uh, few minutes old babies up to even 23 years old and uh, each one has its own set of uh, challenges and health needs and circumstances um i see in the clinic in patients and nursery and NICU but uh, one of my interests is definitely mental health and what it does on the community especially teenagers and in the recent years late uh, even earlier and we can talk about that dive deep when we get a chance but that's who i am well, Dr. MJ, I appreciate it. Uh, just a quick side note. I once asked my wife, I said, well, I'm lucky to have the hair I have because hair is not uh, a gift that we get in our genes. And one day I told her, I said, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to shave my head. And she said, nope, you missed your window. I said, what do you mean by that? She said, well, when young guys shave their head, they look young. When old guys shave their head, they look, they look a lot older. <laughs> so, so I don't know how old She's you are, but you look really young. For the Facebook and YouTube and, and uh, Super Talk TV audience, they'll find that you are a sharp-looking dude for sure. And I appreciate your passion, appreciate and, incidentally. I know that you probably see all kinds of challenges. The, the statistics, and we'll talk more about this in a second, the statistics around the impact of social media on kids is just it's alarming obviously it's alarming and of course we just had a a a, a congressional 
uh, discussion about this, where the heads of the social media companies were there. And there, there wasn't anything to look forward to in terms of the conversations that I heard, frankly. And uh, we'll get into that. I'm, I'm thrilled that, that Singing River is having this event, uh, this important conversation, because it's, you know, I think b- beyond just the issue of teen suicide, just as it relates to mental health, which we know in coastal Mississippi well, because we've had to learn how to be resilient. We've been, we've had to, to deal with the worst natural disaster in American history and other challenges. We know what that looks like, but we've got to work harder to destigmatize the issues around mental health. And, you know, Paige made the point that maybe we should not even use that word because people think about schizophrenia and things like that when we say that word. Maybe we should be just talking about emotional security or emotional intelligence or whatever that might be. But anyway, we'll get, we'll get into some of that here in just a second and talk more specifically about the event that's coming up. Angel, my friend, tell people a little bit more about what you do in the real world. Sure. I'm Angel Myers McElrath. I'm the 19th Circuit District Attorney for Jackson, George, and Greene Counties. I have been a prosecutor in this office um, for 18 years, and I am privileged to be able to serve my community as district attorney. I'm responsible for all of the felony crimes that occur in my district, um, from literally crime scene to courtroom. Well, you said that, so like that was a little quick little elevator speech, but what you didn't allude to is how passionate you are about the work that you do. Um, You take your work extremely seriously, don't you, Angel? I do. I believe that um, God placed me here, and I have an audience of one, and I want everything that we do to be the right thing and do everything we can to protect victims and protect our community. Um, It is my, my passion. Well, Angel, you, we've had, you and I have had entire shows about this, about your own, your own challenge in your family and how it, how it sort of enabled you and helped you learn about why we should be having conversations about mental health and why we can't just let things be, happen beneath the covers and people kind of push them away. They have to deal with that. Your own experience has really helped you be empathetic to other people and the, and the challenges that they're having, hasn't it? It has. One of the unique things about grief, you know, I grieve a daughter, but everybody grieves something. We're grieving relationships, opportunities, decisions we've made, decisions our kids have made. Everybody is familiar with grief. It's not foreign to anyone. And I think that's one of the ways that we can open the conversation. I think it's one of the ways that we can destigmatize mental health conversation is because everybody, it touches everybody. And um, I have found healing in sharing my testimony. And um, I'm just grateful that I get a platform to tell people. Yeah. Hey, listen, uh, we had, uh, my Ann and I had to attend two funerals over the past week. One was of my son-in-law's grandfather, Walter Williams, a longtime leader in the community, and he passed away, sadly, of Parkinson's disease. And then I had a, a dear cousin who passed away, had a routine procedure. And unfortunately, there was a complication, and she passed away. So I went up. I went up to Birmingham, and spent some. Ann and I spent time with family there. And you get reminded the importance of family and all of that. I sent them a note about about gar- being a guardian angel and what that's all about, because I, that's that's the way I came to to, to to sort of terms with my father's death when I was 21, and then my mother's death more recently. And um, 
you know, dealing with grief straight up is so important. Not, not, you gotta, you gotta talk about it. You got, and, and I also said, I wish I could give you a, a pill, but there's not. And I wish I could give you time because time will heal. You may not understand that now, but time will help you understand that. We're going to continue our conversation on the other side as we, as we zero in a little bit on why it's important for Singer River Health Systems to have a conversation in the community about mental health. We'll see you after this. and love for Mississippi is why he's here. This is the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show from the Citizens Bank Studio. I have my my new friend, Dr. MJ, who is... uh, a pediatrician at Singer River Health Systems, and he will be involved in this in this uh, health event that we'll tell you more about here in just a second. And then I have my dear friend, uh, Angel Myers McArath, who is the district attorney for the Ninth Circuit District of Mississippi and also the MC of this event. Uh, hey, before we get to some of the specifics, I, I just want to say one thing, and we'll, 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 we'll zero in on this a little bit more here in just a second, about the need to destigmatize de- uh, the whole notion around mental health. Um, I tell you, one of the things that we did at the Sun-Herald after Hurricane Katrina is we hired a, um, a psychologist to actually work on site at the Sun Hero for almost six months, full time, six months. And I remember initially, because 26 people in our company lost everything they owned and others lost family members and everyone was challenged. And so you can imagine the levels of stress and grief and all that were off the charts. But because our team was charged with bringing the community, bring, bringing the newspaper back so we could help the community come back. Um, you know, they saw things and, and were around things that were extremely painful. And when they were going through the issues themselves, it made it even more challenging. So we had a full-time uh, psychologist who worked at the Sun-Herald. And initially, it was very interesting. Initially, people who went to see her made appointments and kind of came in through the back door. And that's kind of the way it was. And we kept her calendar full the whole time. But as time went on, people waited outside the door. No longer did they see wanting to talk to her as anything other than normal. It's what you do. You know, we're all trying to cope. We're all trying to understand. And one day she said something to me that I'll never forget. She said, before Hurricane Katrina hit, think of it this way, that about 50% of society was on or near the edge, on or near the edge. And what she meant by that is that trouble at work, trouble in a relationship, financial problems, alcoholism, whatever. You know, that they were on and near. She said, consider the moment that Katrina hit that knocked all 50 percent of them over the edge now. So at one at one level or another, they need some help somehow. And the 50 percent that's left, probably 50 percent of them are also over the edge. And and then the 25 percent that's left, half of them are probably near the edge. Shoot, their point was that when you have a significant event like that, Everyone's going to have needs of some sort. And to to think that everyone has the capacity, the ability, the processes to be able to work their way through this enormous stress, it's it's asking too much. And so 
that's kind of to me that applies to whether you if you don't have a Katrina head that everyone seems to be in a everyone has their challenges that's the point that I'm making and that that um, that we need to acknowledge that as a community and say it's fine to seek help it's fine to speak out people who are listening to this show now know you have stresses in your life and you know that you have uh, you have issues that you're facing some of you are talking about it some of you are not talking about it but recognize that there's nothing wrong with reaching out to seek help and I really want to encourage that so angel at the at the basis of this mental health symposiums that singer river is putting on there's a there's a there's a it's it's trying to bring awareness to it's okay to to talk about this issue yes we are aiming to not only have this open conversation about mental health we want to destigmatize it but we also want to create a community that's supportive of people with mental health challenges you know we have a passion for helping people be healthy. And it's a great opportunity to learn more about what's available out there for not just you, but your friends, your family, even your employees. Um, It's a great event and it'll touch on something in every person's life who attends. So there's going to, it's a, it's an, it starts at seven 30 with a breakfast and uh, I, I'm assuming everyone will come together. It'll be a keynote, but then there'll be panel discussions and then attendees will have the opportunity to, to spend some time casually talking with panelists and so on. But kind of give us a feel for how that morning is going to play out. It's uh it's very comfortable, conversational. We will have a panel made of uh, medical professionals like Dr. MJ. We'll have other mental health uh, professionals and then individuals who have a personal journey to share in mental health and how they manage it. Um, That's the word I use is you manage it, right? And um, those are going to be really powerful, really inspiring. And I think they'll really hit home for a lot of people. And then, of course, we have the amazing Emma Benoit, who I had the privilege to see speak just a few weeks ago and just moved to my core at her strength, her triumph over tragedy, and how she has created this whole um, safe place for teens to talk about their issues and suicide. She'll be Emma, there. Emma, the conversation I had with Emma, study, I studied her greatly and watched, watched her documentary and watched the various videos with Emma. Um, I, I can't tell you how inspired I was and how touched I were, was by her story. And because she's such an incredible communicator, she's so articulate, she's educated herself. And so it's not just through her own sort of coping with her attempted suicide, which incidentally led to a very important and very critical uh, spinal cord injury that she's working very, very hard to overcome herself. Um, the, the moment that she... What she says is it wasn't her goal to actually kill herself. It was her goal to to she she didn't feel hope and she felt like that might be a solution. When she when she did the attempt, she immediately realized she had made a mistake. And and that was so compelling uh, what had happened there. You can you still hear me? OK, uh, Angel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, how did you talk a little bit more about how Emma impacted you? Well, I think from a prosecutor standpoint, I deal with a lot of child victims. And so I see stressors on children, not just abusive stressors, but 
food insecurity and, um, you know, the social media bullying. I see this whole gamut of issues that our teenagers are dealing with and listening to her and some of the issues that she was dealing with just it, it just shined a light on how important it is that when we're interacting with these young people, that we're making sure that they know that there's hope, they know that there's help. Um, and it also helps you recognize that, you know, as an adult, we don't always see issues the way kids do, right? But everything's big to them. That's their whole world in that moment. And I think she really conveys that and how important because she was doing all the things. And from the outside, no one would have thought that she was struggling. And listening to her really helps you understand um, what our kids are going through and gives insight into how to talk to them about it. Yeah, the, the, uh, the empathy, the empathy that she brings, I, I can't imagine it not touching a young person who may have had these thoughts. And then the emergence in Jackson County of discussions around the Hope Squad and what that can do for the community. And, um, you know, we ho we're hoping through an effort with Supertalk, a teen uh, suicide prevention effort that we're going to start across the state is to maybe tap into uh, best practices like like the Hope Squad and other other you know possibilities across the state, other best practices across the state that we can be begin to engage around. Um, coming back to you, Dr. MJ. So, what's what's your basic message uh, that you'll be bringing to the group, and what's your passion about having this conversation? Um, the, there's so many messages that we can uh, deliver. Um, I do focus, tend to focus on solutions, and uh, part of uh, what I do is trying to find more of practical solutions. Um, now we're not at an age where information is obscure. Uh, a 12 years old walking in the street with a phone on their hand has better knowledge than all doctors combined in the history of medicine. They have access to information, they can do it. But what does it mean? Give perspective, solution practicality, and how do we really do it? And sometimes overflow of information can really distract you. And uh, the, the things that we're doing here in Singing River and also with you guys and the community is there's something about when you, when you relate to someone, the impact is higher. So if I come in with a white coat with a big CV and multiple things and I sit in a certain way and all, there's a barrier. Like, you know, the, there's something that human communication tells you, oh, they, they got to figure it out and all oh, that doesn't apply to me. But when you come from within and relate to them, talk to the teenager, talk to that person. Um, same thing from what you guys are doing right now. I mean, you know, you're part of the community, you know, you reach out to the leaders who, you know, people relate to more. So I think... From that perspective, the message is more impactful and stronger, and I think it can reach a lot. We just need to push for that. Um, what I am, I am uh, more of a, I'm a, I consider myself a positive person. I, I get excited a lot. I, you're always on the edge of my seat when I hear these things because this literally is a, helping someone is a passion for me. And I am sure it's passion for, for all of you. And also knowing from the story of uh, Angel and what she passed through and the hardship that went with her daughter. And the next step is how can I make it better for others?
Emma Benoit, this awesome young person who, I don't know, I think she lived a life before because she articulates better than a lot of people I know. And that hey, girl speaks hey, Dr. so MJ, well. We're coming to the end of the segment. Let's pick it up from right there because I love the way you said that, yeah. like she lived a life before. What a beautiful thing to say about someone's wisdom that they're portraying as a result of her experience. Yeah. We'll pick it up there when we get on the other side as we continue a conversation about yeah. mental health in coastal Mississippi. We'll see you after this break. state of Mississippi. It's the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Mississippi. The name of the Singing River event coming up on February the 23rd is Reputation Reset Entering the Mental Health Era. It's really about destigmatizing the, the all the conversations around mental health and we're going to uh, at that event they're going to they're going to be covering some really tough issues uh, i mean when you invite someone like emma benoit that we were just talking about before we went to the break um, you know that it's going to be an important conversation and when you think about emma and her suicide attempt don't don't be sad it is what it is for her what she has what she has become as a result of that is this incredibly wise young person that empathetically can connect with other young people to tell them there's a reason to have hope in life and and she has she's so incredibly skilled in fact i'll tell you after emma just came to our show I, I i put my sort of my prior ceo hat on and i wrote a development plan for her because i felt like probably what she should aspire to be is a news anchor person of some sort someone maybe on the national level so that her story and her ability to convey that story can be sort of the the plot to her success. It's not It's not her story. Her story is that she gained great success because she's so articulate and so able. But then by gaining great success, she can also tell her story and touch many, many, many people. That's the way I see Emma Benoit. But what Dr. MJ from Singer River Health System, a pediatrician there, was saying when he went to the break, first of all, during the break, I commented that He's an empathetic doctor. He cares deeply. And if you could see him, those on Facebook, YouTube, and Supertalk TV, you see this. He, he reeks empathy. You can see it uh, in him, and you can hear it in his words. And he brings passion to this conversation. But what he said about Emma was so smart, and that is it's like she lived another life. She is so much so much more wise than her age. And it's not just because she went through this experience. Something divinely happened inside that that young person that has given her a light that she can shine that is no doubt in my 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 uh inside of my soul, Dr. MJ, and this you can comment about this too, Angel, shortly, that she will save lives. Emma Benoit will save lives. Is there any doubt in your mind, Dr. MJ? Oh, and uh, this is v- very direct. And, and she didn't have to go through medical school and all uh, to do that. You can touch people's lives and save them through this and through what you guys are doing in every field, in everyone. As some, being a human, being a kind person, um, sharing experiences, 
caring about someone, it, they might it might mean the world to them. Literally, the losing lives it can be a very impulsive, quick decision that is just a lost battle. And if you can intervene before that with a kind word, with being there, with with caring, you can literally save lives anywhere, whoever you are, at any yeah. time. Gosh, right. we, just be aware of your surroundings, connect with the people around you, listen for the signs and don't ignore them when you hear them and on and on and on. There's so much positive to say about that. And Angel, again, on Emma, because Emma is such an important part of this event and her speech will touch a lot of people. It's a great way to describe her that she lived another life, isn't it? It is. What I love about her is she brings credibility to the conversation. You know, in everything that I do, whether it's personal or professional, I'm looking at is the information that I'm getting, is the person who's given me, you know, their story credible? And she's so powerful in bringing you there in those moments when she was struggling. And then she's so powerful in pushing you forward to know, you know, talk about this. It's it's not shameful. It's, you know, it will save lives if you talk about it and you see these things. And um, so she just, she's just an incredible child or young woman now. Yeah. And uh, she does bring credibility to all of it. And everything that she went through isn't just about suicide. And so I tell you that because when you listen to her, there will be parts of her story that touch some place of your life, whether your personal life, your family, a friend, um, it's it's just really important to uh, be open to hearing what she's got to say and learning from it and growing from it. One one other one other point. In fact, we actually called the conversation uh, that we had. Uh, the headline for the video is "It's okay to be vulnerable," and what she t- what she says about that is so powerful. You know, we live in a world where. Through social media, we always want to project the perfect image of ourselves. It's never really what is actually going on. And if you're a cheerleader or playing football or whatever it is, whatever whatever it is in your life, there's this societal pressure to be perfect at it. And we can't show our vulnerabilities. And one of the most important messages she has is to say, it's okay if you feel it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to admit that you're vulnerable. And in fact, if you do that, you have an opportunity to really address if you have pain somewhere in, in your life. So, so it's a really powerful message, that is for sure. Hey, Angel, do you uh, go ahead. Were you going to say something else about that? I was going to yeah. say there is strength and power in vulnerability, and um, I, I tell people that all the time. If you recognize this, uh, whatever the thing is that you need to be vulnerable about. It gives you power over it, and um, it gives you strength to work through it and manage it. Yeah, Doctor MJ, is that a is that a familiar conversation that you have with some of your patients? Yeah, and uh, when we see that, my my one of the biggest challenges is how do I transfer this conversation that we have as adults to young kids, to children who who don't understand what that means, they have the experience in life, communication, also. I have to give them, you know, like the examples of something that they relate to and keep up with these updates to tell them that. So when you're saying vulnerability is a strength, it's 100% true. It comes in maybe from self-confidence and loving what you have and recognizing that I have set of skills that if I am not okay now with this, that doesn't mean like that's how I will live. And if I do, I'll, I'm going to do something good about it and I'll try. And if not, I'm, I'm okay with that. 
that's where the strength is. When you love yourself, when you have self-worth, when you have confidence that, you know, other people's opinion, especially if they are negative, is not important to you. That's where vulnerability means. Like, I, I don't care, and it's okay to be vulnerable and share my weakness with the world because I love what, what else I have. And the people who love me will understand and support people who don't love me or care about me. I don't care about what they feel. You know, like, <laughs> just try to reach out from that perspective. It's 100% strength and all. Yeah, I, I've often said that. I think it's, I love the way you said that. And I often said to my team, listen, whether you're doing a radio show or leading a company, authenticity is really important because if you try to fake it, you will um, – you won't you won't succeed at the end of the day. You just won't succeed. People people know if you're being honest or not. So what I used to say as a CEO to my team would be, I'm going to show you my strengths and my weaknesses. And the day my weaknesses override my strengths, I'm going to go do something else. But my goal is not to bring people who think like I do. I'm going to bring people who don't think like I do. I'm going to try to bring people who will disagree with me. I, I tell you a funny story. I went to lead a company for the first time. And I brought a, someone I'd worked with before. I hired someone I'd worked with before to come work with me. And we were in a big meeting. And, uh, and she disagreed with me in the meeting. And after the meeting, one of the guys who had been at this company for a long time said, hey, can I talk to you for a few minutes? I said, sure. And he said, um, I'm assuming that you're going to fire her now, right? I said, why would you say that? Because she disagreed with you in the meeting. The culture didn't, it didn't invite disagreement. I said, no, for a matter of fact, I'm going to, I'm going to empower her more. I want you to disagree with me in the future. But you know, that, that kind of honesty, uh, you know, that kind of, uh, putting it all on the line and being who you are is something society for whatever reason has a hard time doing people, I guess, I guess there's pressure to fake it, and there's pressure that comes with faking it. So, there's, you know, Angel, you're someone who puts it all out there. Um, yeah. You've heard this conversation before, haven't you? I have. I have. You know, one thing that we have to keep in mind is we compare ourselves to highlight reels of other people. You know, in our downtime, we're scrolling through some kind of social media platform, and we're looking at everyone's highlight reels and then comparing it to our just regular life, right? And, you know, for me to have a conversation about recognizing that what this person is doing or what that person, that, that's for them, you know, live your life, embrace your life, know what you need and get what you need. If you need help in this area, get help in this area. Just like I surround myself with people who have strengths that I don't. And, you know, it applies to every aspect of your life, including your mental health. You can um, equip yourself and your family with the tools you need to manage it because it doesn't just affect the person. It affects every person in that person's life, whether it's a spouse, a child, a relative, a neighbor, a coworker, people at Walmart. You know, I mean, it will impact anybody you meet. And so that's important. That's, that's really good advice, too, on top of that. So Friday, February the 23rd at 9 at Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, you're going to be the MC. When we come back for the final segment, I'm curious about what your message to the group is, if you have a message. Uh, we'll continue the conversation with Dr. MJ, who is a pediatrician at Singing River Health System and is going to be one of the panelists at this upcoming discussion about mental health. And uh, my friend, Angel McRath, who is... Uh, the a district attorney here in coastal Mississippi and also the MC of the event. We'll see you after this.
now, back to more of the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show from the Citizens Bank Studio. I have uh, two very special people with me today. Angel McArath, who's a DA district attorney here in coastal Mississippi in Jackson County. And then also uh, my new friend, and I look forward to getting to know him better, Dr. MJ, who's a pediatrician at uh, Singing River Health Systems. And uh, and I you know Singing River Health Systems not here as a as a as a third guest but they probably should be because they I was saying before we came back to this last segment they put us together the three of us together and they did a great job at that and their commitment to the community is, you know can't be can't be overstated. Um, Angel, when we went to break though, I was curious about as MC of the event that's coming up on February the twenty third at nine um, at uh, at Singing River excuse me at uh, at Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. Um, Do you have a message of your own? For me, my message is always there's help and there's hope. You don't have to suffer in silence with whatever it is that you're battling. There is a way to live and and struggle well and to manage it. And my hope is that at this event, everyone will realize this isn't someone else's problem, right? I mean, it's not like, oh, somebody else has this. It impacts everybody. It impacts everybody. Mental health challenges impacts everybody. And so that is my message is is this is everybody's issue and everybody needs to know that there's help and there's hope. That is for sure. And they picked the, the best uh, MC they could pick. That's for sure. I, l- I look for I'm going to actually be there uh, unless something comes up. I will definitely be there with my bells on listening and rooting you guys on Dr. MJ. Um, you know, as you hear this conversation and you think about your role in this this meeting, it's not just, I mean, obviously, this is one one important event that's going to happen on February the 23rd. But, you know, as a community, a set of communities, we should all come together around this, around staying focused on destigmatizing the issues around health care, something I'm going to be talking more, uh, more about on this show for sure. But um, there's a lot of work to do. And there's a lot to be proud of. We've done good work, but there's more work to do, isn't there? Hundred percent, and uh, it's an ongoing effort. And uh, you guys shedding the light on this, it give us like platform to help instead of a limit number to reach out to bigger number and community. And uh, I want to thank you for that, and thank Sinking River for giving me the opportunity to be part of this and initiate such events. Um, I'm proud to be a member of that. I'll carry that name whether I'm working or not, uh, and uh, you know just reach out to people and having an event like that bringing panelists from all different kinds of aspects of need just sheds a light on why is this issue of mental health is so complex and it needs not just one input it needs from everyone medical care professionals to educators to leaders in the community mentors um to the subject themselves like teenagers or people who are suffering mental health so having them discuss at an event like that is just so 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 powerful and uh, i'm just lucky to be part of that and hopefully bring something new and uh, perspective to this event yeah well and i thank you for your passion for it and for being involved angel you know one of the things that and, and you and i'll come back together again but 
one of the things that will it flows into this this important event on February twenty third certainly will flow out of it, and that is a shortage of mental health professionals to be able to lean on. And you you and your district attorney role see it all the time. People need help and they can't get it because there's a lack of capacity in the community, isn't there? There is. Mental health is one of those undercurrents in every aspect of crime. It drives addiction. It drives violence. It drives negligence of children. Um, It touches on everything we see in one way or another. And we are sorely lacking resources and have my entire career. And so the fact that over the past few years, more and more conversations are being had and more and more light is being shed on that need. I'm incredibly proud that this is the topic that they chose this year. Um, But it is something that impacts the safety of our community. As your district attorney, I'm telling you, mental health affects the safety of your community. And um, it really is something we've got to put our money behind and our energy behind in, in making sure everybody has access to resources to help them. It is, and it should bring light to the fact that there's a tremendous demand there, You know that we have a demand in the community that says, um, if you have any any uh, possibility in your career to want to get into the mental health field, um, you know, I wouldn't advise going into the newspaper business <laughs> you know, because, you know, digital media has changed. I wouldn't go think, have a goal to work for a blockbuster. You know, the, the, the world has changed. But there's there's a need for medical professionals. There's a need for mental health professionals, and and I would really if you're a person who cares about other people and want to make a difference, this would be a great career for you to think about. And we've got to, as a state, we've got to do a better job of bringing focus to the lack of capacity because if someone has a need and we can't address that need immediately, um, you know, it could be a disaster, uh, Angel. And you you see that as well in your business, don't you? I've seen it. I've seen it. We see um, suicides. We see uh, bullying. And that's grown-ups and kids. That's, you know, uh, we see children who are neglected because their parents don't have the mental health care they need to provide and have a skill set to raise children. Just, yes, it is something that is so important. And uh, I'm grateful that we're bringing light. Yeah. Dr. MJ, it's been a pleasure to meet you, my friend. And it keeps up with the passion. I look forward to listening to you on February the 23rd. And then Angel, thank you for having me. Yeah, Angel, God bless you, my friend. We'll do a whole show about the latest in your office. We're well, way overdue to have that conversation. Yeah, it's great to see all of you, Dr. MJ. Take care, everybody. Rick, I love seeing you guys too. Listen, have a great day, and we will see you tomorrow. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.